0: time for the Retirement Roadmap
1: podcast with registered financial consultant Glenn Maseller.
0: Hey, welcome to another edition of the Retirement Roadmap. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Glenn Mosseller. He is, of course, a registered financial consultant and the founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting based in Greensboro, North Carolina, but serving you from anywhere online. You can meet in person or virtually, of course. Just go to RoadmapFinancial.com and click the free consultation button to schedule a time to meet. Glenn, good to be with you today and looking forward to our conversation. What's going on in your world?
1: Hey, Walter. Well, hey, you know, it's um, we're... We're, uh, enjoying the summer weather, although it's a little, it's, it's gotten a little hot, but I'm, I'm thinking uh, here in, you know, in, in August, we're getting to the, the last days and we're getting ready for the, uh, the my favorite season which is fall i'm, I'm hoping yeah. that we're, we're just right around the corner and uh we'll start having you know, that that change of seasons I, it, it's always for me i, I always like seeing that you know that change it, it's, a, it's kind of fun you know and, and it's like the you know, just different different parts of life and you know it, it, it's like uh, i'm hoping summer doesn't last forever here how about that
0: that's, that's always the hope, right? But they, they call it the dog days for a reason. And so they'll exactly. come to an end eventually. And uh, that change of seasons is always very welcome. So yep, eyes on that horizon for sure. Uh, Well, on today's show, we're going to be talking about timing your retirement preparations. We'll call it countdown clarity. So whether you're still close to retirement or far from that exciting date, not uncommon to start wondering when exactly you should start preparing for each aspect of it. Do you do it all at once or do you start preparing for certain elements a little bit sooner than the next? So figuring out the right time to figure out how to be debt-free as an example or when to adjust risk in your portfolio. Maybe we'd talk about social security or healthcare if you came in for a visit with Glenn to talk about these different things. We're gonna try and give you a bit of a timeline on today's episode on some of the most important conversations. So we're not gonna cover every single planning element on today's show, but a couple of important ones to keep in mind. So Glenn, I'll throw out the kind of planning element here or the question we need an answer to, and you help us figure out When should we really start preparing for these particular items? Uh, First on the list would be looking at your savings and assessing: Are you behind where you need to be when it comes from a savings standpoint? And can you realistically catch up from where you are if you're trailing a little bit? When should we really start digging into those numbers and, and and trying to even assess if we're ahead or behind?
1: Right. Well, Walter, I mean, it's—I mean, it, it's one of those things. I mean, really, you can't ever start too soon. And I think one of the key things is is for people to really understand what it really means, right? In terms of you know, well, how much do you need to have saved? You know, and some people have an idea. It's like they've heard different things. Well, I need to have you know a million dollars saved, or I need to have this amount saved, or, or, or you know, a variety of different things. And, and ultimately, it comes down to. How much income can you produce with the with the amount of money that you have saved right, and what is your and what is your need for income and what you know for in your retirement to to you know to have your lifestyle and whatnot and and that's just kind of like the the base place you know and 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 you really kind of start to need to understand what that means right you start getting an idea of what what the household social security benefits might look like when you start thinking about the planning of when to take benefits and you know do you take them all at once, you take you know staggered, you know, variety of different things, and but then you 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 pair that up with the the amount that you have saved, and you look at your overall retirement income planning, you know, and and, and you know some folks don't start doing that until they're like right upon retirement, you know, and you know when they were getting ready to retire. And realistically, it's probably a good thing to start that significantly earlier because then you then you then you're kind of starting with the end in mind. You're you're thinking in terms of how much do I have to get to, you know, what's your particular number, so to speak, you know, and if you, if you think in terms of, well, you know, a safe withdrawal rate might be somewhere between two and four percent of your portfolio value. You know on a yearly basis then that starts to give you an idea as to how much you need to have saved right so if you had a million dollars saved and you and you know, if you were taking you know two to four percent out then you're then you're taking somewhere between you know twenty and forty thousand dollars uh, you know of income out of that portfolio for you know for your retirement income and if you pair that up with any pension that you might have and or you know Social Security then you start getting a sense of you know the, the building blocks of, of what we really need to start thinking about for a retirement income and that should help you know set you in a in the right mindset of, of figuring out where 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 do you stand because not everybody's gonna be in the same place obviously there's different income needs and desires and lifestyle needs and desires different folks have you know have, have saved at different rates you know there might be you know you know, different retirement, you know, or I'm sorry, social security levels. Is there a pension? Is there not? So all those things play in with one another. And and so it, it can be dramatically different from one one couple to the next or one household to the next in terms of what do you really need to have saved and it's really, you know, you, you want to have an idea of what, what you're really shooting for. And so many people are saving without really a target, you know, other than, you know, it's, it's pretty nebulous. And they don't know what, you know, what what that number is, you know, for and what it represents. And from my standpoint, that's one of the best places to start. That may not be the only thing that's important in terms of, you know, in terms of how much you have saved. But it's it's certainly a pretty it's a pretty important piece, if not the most important piece, because you know we, we live you know in a monthly in a monthly cash flow scenario and you know, with our lifestyle and the way it works, so you need to know what you what you can expect to you know derive for income as you go forward.
0: That's a great point, Glenn, and that's why it's a great place to start assessing that amount of savings and where you need to go from there. But then you're going to start developing additional questions about uh, financials and, and money in particular, and that leads us to our next big question, and when do you start planning for this, Glenn? And that's when we start looking at whether or not we've got a structured plan in place to generate income in retirement. So we're f- so focused on accumulation, accumulation. When should we really start planning for the reverse side of that in the, in the income and the distribution phase of life?
1: Right. Well, that's just it, Walter, right? We've talked a number of times about the different phases that you go through in, in terms of your financial life. You know, you're in the accumulation years for the for the longest period of time. And, you know, and then you, and then you transition to the preservation and distribution places, right? Where you you want to make sure that you know that money, your money is gonna be there when you need it in retirement. That's what you've been saving for all along the way. And so, you know, to kind of you know expand upon what I was just talking about is just like you know, putting that plan together. You know, what what are gonna be the the foundational pieces of your of the puzzle, so to speak, for your income plan? You know, uh, you know, certainly the vast majority of people are going to have social security and most likely there's, you know, if it's a married couple, you're going to have, you know, you're going to have two social security benefits. You know, you have to ask yourself the question, are there, is there a pension or pensions involved there? Sometimes the answer is yes and no. Um, you know, and then, and then, you know, what do you, what do you have saved in your other accounts? Your, you know, your 401ks, your 403bs, your your IRAs and, and those types of things. And then even, you know, kind of chunking down a little bit, and I think we'll go into a little bit more detail about that is, is that, you know, as what's your exit strategy to bring money out of those of those accounts? And do you know, are, are you are you are you utilizing tax aware planning? You know, because, you know, for one person who is 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 drawing out a, a certain amount of money out of an account um and another person who's drawing it out but their tax situation is different they you know you might you know you might not have to draw as much or you might have to draw more depending upon what your what your tax picture looks like so you you know you really got to start thinking in terms of the, those foundational pieces and what are your particular foundational pieces to to be able to structure a plan, you know, because your plan is not going to necessarily look like, you know, your, you know, your, you know, maybe your brothers or your sisters or, you know, or, or your, you know, your, some of your best friends and whatnot, because, you know, your your situation is on is, is a likelihood going to be at least somewhat different, if not, you know, dramatically different, and so it, it's it's really just sitting down with somebody who really understands that and, you know, can help you and help you, you know, plan for that, and, and that's where it comes into play to Walter about, you know, what who are you working with as an advisor and and ask yourself the fundamental question, you know, is if you've been working with an advisor to help you with the accumulation phase, does that advisor still have the skill set to be able to help you through that preservation and distribution phase? More often than not, you know, your advisors that are out there are going to have their specialties and where they, where they're best at. And you know it's 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 un, it it would be an you know an unusual situation if somebody who's a general practitioner who supposedly does all of it is going to end up being able to help you through all of those different phases. You know, it's kind of like you think in terms of going to the doctor, right? You know, you go to, you you know you prefer to go to a specialist, and as as different things happen and as you get older, you know you don't necessarily go to the same doctors that you went to before, or maybe you go to additional doctors to help you with some specific things that you need with. And that's similar in terms of thinking about how how you're gonna sort out and, and you know determine what your advisor uh, team is gonna look like when you're when you're, you know, moving into retirement.
0: All good points on that one, Glenn. So we move on from talking about income and savings to our next element, and that's Social Security. Such an important question for people to answer, and the question of when to draw Social Security really becomes the central piece. But I'm asking, when do we need to decide when to draw Social Security? So when do we really start looking at those numbers?
1: Well, again, Walter. I mean, I, I kind of you know, I mean, all of these things are interconnected, right? And so you know, you, you really want to, I mean, if you haven't already, you know, it's a good idea to go to ssa.gov, you know, the Social Security Administration.gov website. And, you know, and if you haven't set up an account, you know, you definitely set up your account, you know, you have username, password, be able to access your information and be able to kind of see where you stand, you know, and you you know, you've probably gotten those, those statements in the mail from time to time, but they, they come you know f- you know much much less often in the mail. But you can you know access that, your information at any time you want to if you set up an account and you go in there and you start to get an idea. And then you're you know if you're married, you know your spouse should go in and set up their account. And then, you know, you start looking at the different numbers about, well, when, you know, how much will it be if I retire, you know, at this point or when I start drawing at this point versus that point. And how does that how does that coordinate with, you know, with with when your spouse might take it or, you know, if you're if you're married or if you're by if you're single, you know, then, you know, you're, you're looking at, you know, other elements, too. One of the biggest pieces of this, Walter, and I know we've talked about this in the past, but I, I can't overemphasize it enough. And that is, is that Social Security is so different as far as how it gets treated within the tax code. And you want to be, you know, have t- some tax aware planning as to, you know, can you know, are you are you able with your with with the resources that you have and the accounts that you've saved into, are you able to protect your Social Security? You know, income from, you know, from taxation or, you know, to to what extent, you know, in some cases you can protect all of your Social Security and and, and let your Social Security be tax free. And for, for other situations and other people, sometimes maybe that's not possible, but maybe you can reduce the amount of taxation there if you if you've positioned your assets in a particular way or if you reposition some of the assets. And so that gets into a real, you know, you know, an in-depth conversation and planning process in in terms of, you know, not only looking at how much you've saved, but where have you saved it and, you know, and how much of the money is really yours and are you strategically set up with a plan as to know what you're going to draw and when you're going to draw it so that, you know, you're, you know, you're able to hold on to more of those dollars and, you know, in your pocket and for the, you know, for the use of you and your, you know, and your loved ones. Versus, you know, sending, you know, sending extra monies needlessly off to, uh, you know, to Uncle Sam in the form of taxation because you know you just simply didn't understand a few things and maybe you could have positioned a little bit differently and been able to hold on to more of that cash flow because ultimately walter it's it's really how much can you you know you know how much can you use and how much is yours versus how much has to go out to that other expense and you know and can you regulate that expense to some extent and and that's one of the the really cool things about you know sitting down about um retirement income planning is is that when you're working you typically you know there's not a lot you can do if you if you have if you have a salary or if you have business income you know, largely, you know, most of that stuff is going to have to land on your tax return as ordinary income. Yet at the same time, if you're, if you're going into retirement, you're going to have different streams of income that are, that are going to be treated differently within the tax code, at least potentially, because there are different options. And sometimes you can you kind of structure that a little differently and you, and you have a, have a way of can, you know, having some degree of control over that. And again, that's that tax aware planning, which also interconnects with the, you know, with the, um, with your overall income plan, and Social Security is is critically important with that. As you know, I mean, you can start it as early as sixty two, and you can wait as late as seventy. And obviously, every year you you delay, you're gonna, you know, your your monthly benefit goes up. And there's lots of different pieces of that puzzle. You know, are you gonna keep working for a little while? How much are you gonna earn? You know, are you gonna are you gonna hit some income thresholds where they're gonna withhold some of your social security back? You know, is it gonna is is it possible some of it's gonna get taxed? And so that's where you know, you're really working with somebody who really understands income planning is gonna be critically important for you to really be able to understand how and when to take those social security benefits. And we, you know, and then we have software programs that can help us show different what if scenarios. So it's just like, you know, you re- you really want to start looking at that early on because, you know, you don't want to have a scenario where you, 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 you take for granted, oh, well, I I've got enough and everything's going to be okay. And then you come up with a shortfall or you ended up working a couple extra years that you didn't have to, and you would have really liked to retired sooner, but you just didn't know that, that you had, you know, you had, you know the resources that you had you know and and having having a way to put them together in such a way that you you know you you didn't need quite as much as you thought you did so you know you start that planning process early and you know it and, and start getting a sense of it it's it's you you can never start too soon as far as i'm concerned
0: Uh, That's another great point, Glenn. And as we're talking about timing your retirement preparations, I think it's good to turn our attention to another topic about uh, the legal documents that are involved in all of this type of planning. So for doing all of these things kind of at the same time or concurrently, uh, where does this fit in Uh, planning for long term care needs, making sure legal documents are up to date, that sort of thing?
1: Yeah, well, there's no doubt about it, Walter, right? I mean, you know, you, you want to have your, you know, wills or trusts or estate plan in, in place, right? And, you you know, that's, that's sitting down with, a, you know, an estate planning attorney, you know, and, and, uh, and making sure that you're dotting your I's, crossing your T's, you know, and it's, it's like some people are going to need a will and some other people are, you know, it might be more advantageous to have, you know, some, uh, maybe a trust or two to, to be able to structure things. You know, it's not necessarily for everybody, but there are certain situations where it may end up being a better scenario. Some people don't need all that, uh, so it's it's it's, it's really a, that that kind of consultation, as well as you know the, you know making sure that you have you know your your powers of attorney in place. You know, if something happens to you, you know, in terms of being able to you know take care of your you know your business affairs or you know your healthcare power of attorney. You know, having that in place as well as your, you know, your living will in case something happens to you and you want to make sure that your, you know, that your wishes are followed, you know, and and if you don't have those, you know, those I's dotted and T's crossed. Then, you know, you could end up being in a situation where, you know, you don't you don't have happened what you really wanted to have happen. And and you don't want to have You don't want to have a situation where, you know, you you know, you've you've left your you left your loved ones, you know, with with handcuffs on that. They can't do certain things because the, there wasn't the legal documents in place to be able to take care of those things that, that need to be taken care of and so and that and that's a and that's a process you know i mean you you're certainly going to put those things in place and then revisit them from time to time walter you know it you gotta you know you gotta realize obviously life is di- is dynamic you know and 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 so things change you know sometimes your situation change or your family situations change and you might want to rearrange you know maybe who's going to handle your affairs or or, you know, how you're going to leave certain things when, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, somebody gets married or maybe you get somebody gets divorced or, you know, God forbid somebody, you know, passes away and then you've got to restructure things. So you're always, you know, want to think about, you know, is, is, is it still current? Is it still, is, you know, are there things that I need to look at and change? Also, if every, even if everything stays the same, just, you know, making sure that you're, you know, that the, you know, that the laws have stayed the same so that, you know, you're, you know, when you, when you put your, your will in place or your, you know, your trust in place, will they still, still do what you thought they were going to do when you initially put them in place. You know, and you, you move into long-term care. That's again, that's all part of it, right? It's, it's like because you know you want to make sure that, you know, if you if you're, you know, if you're needing to go into a, a long term long-term care facility, you know, how is that how are you going to, you know, pay for that? You know, and and you know, do you have do you have different, you know, different products or different strategies within your within your um, within your plan to be able to help offset that and offset that in a you know in the most tax efficient way, you know, to again to be able to make sure that you're not you know having Extra expenses that you didn't necessarily need to have, you know, just because you didn't, you weren't aware of something, right? And and so that's critically important. I always say, you know, when I sit down with folks for the first time and we start talking about, you know, what are the risks in retirement, you know, we talk about, you know, long term care is one of those things that, that is a risk when you're in retirement. That doesn't really you know from for the vast majority of people doesn't really you know is not there when you're when you're saving for retirement i mean it can be if you know if you ended up in being in a in a in a really bad accident or you had something you know really bad happen you know maybe a just you know dread disease but for the vast vast majority of people it comes in those retirement years and and if that hasn't really been something that you know that, that has been you know in, in your in your overall planning You know you got to at least address it and even if you end up addressing it and you decide to you know to stay with where you're at and you know and don't really do anything differently you at least need to be aware of of what's out there in the in the world to be able to you know evaluate what your choices really are because then at that point you're able to to know what you're saying yes and no to versus just having default answers where you haven't really explored what your options are And so I, you know, I really, you know, make it a big, you know, a big piece of the, of the, of the process to, to make sure and assess where you are and what you, you know, what you potentially, you know, may need down the road. And, and do you have a strategy in place to, you know, to address those things?
0: Well, we're making a pretty good uh, amount of progress in our list here, Glenn. I've got two more items I want to make sure that we cover as we talk about this timing our retirement preparations and getting clarity around your retirement uh, sort of countdown here. What kind of healthcare coverage are we going to need in retirement? When do we need to start taking a very close look at those items?
1: Right. Well, you know, I mean, certainly we're talking, uh, you know, around the around the idea of uh, when and how do you start Medicare and do you understand what the what those benefits are going to be like and when they start and and what your choices are? And when, I mean, you know, for the vast majority of people it's going to be, you know, probably it's age 65. Yet at the same time if you're covered by another plan, maybe you're continuing to work or maybe your spouse is, is continuing to work and maybe you're going to still have coverage, you know, in a, in a in a different way you know and maybe medicare comes later so that's something that you want to explore and see you know what's what's the best what's the best option maybe the only option is is to move to you know is to move to medicare you know but there are, sometimes there are other options that, that 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 again i've seen situations where it's better to go on to medicare and i've seen situations where it's better to stay on the plan at work or your spouse's work right, so you but, but that's something you need to evaluate and and very likely you know one of the, at least from my perspective, you know, visiting with and you know and and uh and sitting down with uh, you know an, an independent insurance agent who who doesn't just represent one company, you know, and, and, you know, and they understand all the different, you know, twists and turns that are there and the different types of plans, you know, Medicare supplements and Medicare advantage plans and, you know, how they could potentially interact with, with what your particular situation is and what your health needs are and, and those kinds of things, Medicare drug benefits you know, all of those things that at some point there for the vast majority of people, there's going to be a transition into that Medicare system. And sometimes it happens all at once at 65. Sometimes it happens, you know, um, you know, in a, in a staggered way. If you're if you're on another uh, another plan from work or your spouse's, you know, um, you know, place of work. But you really want to begin to explore that. And probably, you know, it, it's like if you're getting into, you know, you you know, your late fifties, early sixties. You know, and you know, depending upon when you're planning to retire, just kind of orienting yourself to, you know, to you know, to to some extent, even if you're a few years away, just starting to, you know, to get an idea of what of what to expect and what to think about. The more informed you are earlier on, then different. You know, it's it's kind of funny how things work, Walter. It's like when you know when you have some awareness of some things. You know, you go along and then you see things in a little different light or you know, a different. Way And then you then you have additional questions that come up in your mind that, that, that are important to get answers to. But if you were unaware of certain things, then those questions don't surface and you don't ask the questions. And suddenly you're you know, if you're at the last minute, and you're just rushing around. It's like, oh, OK, well, I've got to I've got to get this and that and everything in place. Then, then you, a lot of times, you know, I've seen people do that and they didn't necessarily know all the choices that they had. And they, they may have made a different choice had they had they known that something else was available. And, you know, been you know, been aware of that or working with somebody who's is who's, who's more independent and ha- helping you work through that process. So, you know, s- you know, start that early. That doesn't mean that you have to dr- dive way into the weeds, you know, early on, but at, l- at least start an orientation process when you're w- when you're within a few years of retirement and then you'll you'll be making some you know, wiser decisions on a on a time frame that makes more sense rather than it's everything being rushed all at the last second or last minute.
0: All right. Last one, Glenn, would be a question about taxes. And does your financial plan have an answer for that potential rising taxes in the future? And why don't we just throw inflation into this discussion as well? Speaking of things that might be you know, raising in the future, we know that's a guarantee at some point.
1: Right. Well, I mean, we've seen, we've seen the inflation thing happening over the last couple of years, haven't we, Walter? Uh, Quite quite a bit. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it just it's, you know, it's it's there. So you want to think in terms of, you know, do you have some built in pieces of your overall, you know, income plan to be able to give you the ability to have rising income. Right. And there's a there's a variety of different ways to accomplish that. You know and, but I mean, certainly, inflation is one of those things that happens right there's no doubt about it i mean and and uh, sometimes more intensely than others, you know we 're hoping that that things kind of settle down here for a little bit, but um you know we you know we're we're still in that gray area we don 't know quite yet as to what 's going to happen, but even if it does you know settle down now that there's no guarantee that it will stay it'll stay that way you know for all of your retirement life right I mean because a lot of folks are going to spend you know twenty twenty five thirty years in retirement. You know, there's lots of different economic cycles and things that can happen with that, you know, as well as we, you know, thinking about, you know, the, you know, the taxation in your, in your retirement, you know, we talked a little bit about that earlier in terms of, you know, not every, all of your income sources are going to be treated the same way in the tax code. Some things are going to be treated, you know, like your wages were, as we would say, you know, ordinary income, you know, sometimes some of that might be exempt. Sometimes you might be, you, you might have some, maybe some Roth money that, you know, that you can draw from, you know, that, that is not necessarily going to be subject to taxation, you know, when you're in retirement and drawing that out. Um, You know, it's just, you know, it's managing that and being tax aware. You know, one of the key questions you need to ask yourself is, you know, do you have, do you have that type of planning in place, you know, and, and, you know, where are your retirement, you know, resources located? You know, I mean, are they all, are they all in pre-tax accounts? And for you know, a lot of people, the answer to that question is yes and that potentially can be you know to some degree problematic in the future particularly if tax rates you know rise and you know virtually everyone i talk to walter you know kind of tends to believe that at some point you know that that, that that's likely to happen right i mean nobody has a crystal ball and nobody knows exactly what's going to happen but you know, if you're if you're any kind of a student at all as to what's going on, and you know, in, in Washington, and you know, in the economy and so forth, and you see the the types of you know the the you know the national debt and the deficits, you know, in the federal budget and whatnot, you know, it, it's you know it, it seems very unsustainable in terms of you know how much is being spent versus how much is coming in, and when you look at that, if tax rates do go higher and you have most of most of the money that you save for retirement in, in accounts that have yet to be taxed, you know, then are you going to be taxed at higher rates, which simply, you know, when, when you start looking at it in those terms, you know, you may not have as much money in your account as you thought you did. Right, because it's like you—you, you, it's almost like you've got a partner, you know, who who owns part of that account, right? Because it was when it when it comes out, it's going to be subject to tax, and how much of it's going to have to go there, and how much are you going to get to keep? And so there are strategies to put in place to you know to to readjust and and reposition you know some assets. And again, it, it's it's not a one size fits all, and everybody's in a different situation. But that's something that that really should be part of a, a conversation with uh, with you and your your you know your your. your tax advisor, your tax preparer, as well as your, as your financial advisor. And, and if that's not a conversation that's happening, that should be a red flag, right? Because you, you know, you really, you know, I don't think you have to, you know, to go too far, you know, down the, down the road of thinking about different scenarios where it's just like, well, you know, why, why is, you know, why aren't we talking about, you know, one of the biggest expenses that, you know, that can be there in your, in your, in your life. And then that's taxes, right? I mean, there's, you know, how many things are going to take, you know, you know, somewhere, you know, even if you're in the ten or twelve percent bracket and then you have another five percent for you know for state, I mean you're you're knocking on the door of twenty percent of your income, you know, you know, being you know, you know, being going to taxes, right? And then if you're in a higher tax bracket, it's even more than that. And if if tax rates go higher, well, you kind of get the picture, right? And so, you know, how many other things that are out there that are gonna take that much of your of your of your income away in terms of an expense? And you know, <laughs> Very few, if any. So it's, it's, it's important to really understand how that's going to work and how that's going to be and, you know, and, and, and what strategies you have in place to, to help, you know, uh, you know, hedge those risks, if you, if you will, Walter. And, you know, does it make sense to possibly reposition some things?
0: All good points on today's episode. Glenn, I appreciate you walking us through these different things. And I know we're scratching the surface on just some of the most important questions that you need to answer as you prepare for retirement. But hopefully that gives you a good understanding of some of the timing, some of the considerations to have in mind. If you've got questions specifically for Glenn, you can always reach out, of course, by calling 336-291-3535 if you want to talk more in depth on some of the things that we've gone over today or something else that might be on your mind about retirement. Or don't forget you can schedule that free consultation to schedule a time to visit with glenn in person or via zoom all you have to do to do that is go to roadmapfinancial.com and click on the free consultation button and you can set it all up very quickly again go to roadmapfinancial.com get your questions answered and start that important planning process well glenn thanks for the help on today's show we'll look forward to catching up with you again next week
1: very good, Walter. Take care now.
0: You as well. That's Glenn. i Walter. We'll see you next time right back here on the Retirement Roadmap.